Hello, Happy New Year and welcome to Who You Don't See, the podcast which celebrates the people behind the stars. In this podcast, we chat to individuals you might not have heard of, but who are key to making the magic happen. So it could be a songwriter, a fashion stylist or a music video director. Basically, if they work towards building a household name, this podcast exists to find out more about them. I'm your host, Megan Lawton a journalist, broadcaster, and generally nosy person. And in this episode, I chat to celebrity choreographer and movement coach, Suzette Brissett. It's so funny, because I actually taught Lily Allen how to twerk. <laughs> yeah, actually I was a little bit nervous meeting her, and especially having to teach her how to twerk, because she's never twerked before. It was challenging, but she got there in the end. Name an artist in the UK top 40, and the chances are Suzette has taught them a routine. She's choreographed music videos for so many musicians, including Dua Lipa, Skepta, Sam Smith, and Little Mix. Music videos aside, she also works on live performances, like Lily Allen's Glastonbury set, and even teaches models how to move about when filming adverts, which includes some of Cara Delevingne's iconic Get the London Look ads. I interviewed Suzette a few months ago, back when we weren't living in tears. I was lucky enough to have a socially distanced chat with her in real life where we enjoyed a banana muffin and some beers. So if the sound levels are off and I sound slightly tipsy, you now know why. But I promise it's a cracker of an episode. My personal highlights include how Suzette deals with awkward dancers and why she almost retired after working on one of MIA's music videos. Thank you for having me over, thank you for doing this. No, thank you for coming and thank you for asking me to do this. Don't be silly. So let's start with the basics. Say if I met you in a bar right now and I came up to you and I said, what do you do for work? What would you say you did? How would you say the job title is? Oh my God, I hate when people ask me this. I really do, because it's so cringe. But um, <laughs> I'm a choreographer and I'm a agent, dance agent. So I represent different talents, put them out on different jobs and everything. And um, I manage myself through choreography, so I'll put myself out on different jobs as well. So yeah. So as a choreographer, I'm picturing you front and centre of the dance floor at every family party as a kid. No, I mean, I was that sort of girl that when the family was out on a Saturday, I would be blaring out the music, dancing, looking in the mirror, thinking that I was Britney Spears or something, or Aaliyah, or Missy Elliott, or Usher, you know? I would be that, that girl that used to just freestyle in my room or around the house with no one there. So you, by the sounds of it, kept the dancing strictly to the bedroom. When did you decide, okay, I want to make a career out of this? When did that moment come about? Um, to be honest, in year eight, <laughs> um, in secondary school, um, I did my first performance and it was to Aaliyah, Are You That Somebody? And um, I wore all red. It was horrendous, literally. <laughs> it was red trousers, red. I look like, I don't know, something out of... Christmas, I don't know, with a red bandana, like, <laughs> but I did that first performance and everyone was like, oh my God, Suzette, you're amazing. I can't wait to see you on TV when you're older and all they this said stuff. That already. Yeah, but for me, I was just like, even though I used to watch the music videos, I still didn't, it didn't translate that I could be that person behind the dancers or not behind the dancers, but behind the artist dancer along with other dancers. I, I just 
just used to love to perform and that's about it. And then from there, um, did my dance GCSEs and then I went into going to college and I dropped out of college doing dance because it was just a weird one. It was like the head of dance was like street dancing wasn't going to get me anywhere. And I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, no, this is, this is bad. You want to be like, hey, look at me now. Yeah, of course. But during them times, I just used to freestyle and just do loads of battlings and doing loads of battles and stuff. And when I dropped out, I was actually a Nike athlete. So I was in a girl group called D-Clash. And um, we did loads of performances and, 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 and whatnot. So it was basically through me freestyling in my room to me doing battles um, and then for me, just being um, first job was like in the West End, and then, and then that's about it. And then it just boomed. And when you say boomed, that's because you started meeting the right people, being in the right places, the right of circles. Of course, it's all about that. Um, within dance, is about who you know at the same time. You have to be at the um, the right place. Um, and that's through going to like the right auditions, meeting different people. It's a thing like, yeah, if you're good, you're good, but the right people have to see you at the right time. So you're, how did you make that transition from being a dancer, like you say, to dancing with all the artists to mm. thinking, okay, I actually want to choreograph these routines. I want to be the one kind of moving things forward. I was a dancer and then I got a phone call um, asking if I wanted to do uh, Major Lazer. Um, and that was to be on tour with um, Diplo and um, it's a funny story I was just like yeah that's fine and then they were like do you want to choreograph it as well and I was like yeah so I got one other dancer on the job as well and um, it was weird because we had our first show I think it was in Amsterdam and I didn't know who Major Lazer was and this is years ago this is when like nobody knew who they were if you know what I mean and I said yeah I want to get paid cash in hand I was like if I'm <laughs> I was like I don't know who you are and it's so weird when we met when me and um Diplo met at that um hotel we was we didn't even we didn't even know who each other was if, if you know what I mean like I walked past him and then he looked at me and he was like you're Suzette and I went yeah and he goes I said you're Diplo and he goes yeah and I said oh I thought you was going to be a black guy and he goes everyone always says that <laughs> But yeah, it was that. It was that tour um, when I like had involvement doing choreography really made me like blossom into um, being a dancer and choreographing and stuff. And then um, when I did Thrill Alive in a West End, they wanted to extend my um, my contract, and I was like, no, I don't. I really don't want to do this for another year. This is like a musical. It was a musical. I really didn't want to because I just thought. Oh, I don't want to be dancing behind a fake MJ, you know, I really want to just like blossom and and I remember writing down something and I wrote down things that I wanted to do and one was, this is how old I am, I was like one was to dance for Jesse J, one, one was to dance for JLS and another thing was to choreograph for a girl group and when I left I ended up choreographing for a girl group and then dancing for Jesse J and um, dancing for JLS. So I ticked off all my boxes and the first group that I actually choreographed was um, a girl group called Bellamy. So they were from X Factor. They were the first group that was put um, together by Simon Cow. So I ended up doing their music video and live shows and stuff. And yeah, it was just basically evolving from there. So you choreographed with Bellamy. Yeah. Since then, I feel like it's very safe to say you've choreographed for some bigger names, haven't you? You've got, you've got <laughs> like, the, honestly, I was going through your Instagram and I was like, Jesus Christ, who have you not choreographed? Tell me about some of the artists you've worked with since becoming a choreographer. Oh my God. Um, Dua Lipa. 
Yeah, I think I've heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jennifer Hudson, Sam Smith, um, Steph London, Jeremiah, Krepton Conan, Skepta, uh, MIA. Honestly, the list is all, all different. Um, Little Mix, um, Lily Allen. So it's just been a whole different variety of people. And can you think about... I don't know, the celebrity or the musician who made you most nervous to work with, was there one particular, I don't know, choreography session that the night before when you were going to bed, you are just like, oh, I can't sleep, I'm so, like, I'm just so nervous? It's so weird. I think it was more um, little mix, you know, because it was for X Factor when I did Shout Out to My Ex. And that was nerve-wracking because obviously, um, you know, four girls... Um, and they all got their own like minds and stuff and obviously I did their music video and when they asked me to do X Factor it was Jess that was like oh you're doing X Factor with us and I was like what and she was like yeah you're doing X Factor with us and I was like am I and I was like okay I think I am I said when is the performance they were like oh da da we really wanted to choreograph it and I was like okay cool I think it was more nerve-wracking because it was X Factor and and it's because it's their home home turf and it was just more of like, oh my God, they need to represent because obviously they won X Factor um, many years ago. And just to have that, it was nerve wracking because I wasn't just dealing with them. I was dealing with like a hundred and other girls as well. It's a big full on performance. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was more nerve wracking with that, to be honest. And um, to make sure that the girls knew what they were doing, the dancers knew what they're doing, making sure that, you know, everyone knew their cues and to what, um, what camera they're going to look at and transition. And then obviously they've got the car and everything to come out of. It was just, honestly, it was, it was so much to think about during that performance. So you know that you've got a big performance like that coming up and you're choreographing that and you're nervous, you're anxious. How do you, what's your coping mechanisms for dealing with the nerves? Just to go with the flow. Honestly, do not get stressed. Um, it, 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 it's one of them ones where if you do get stressed, you just ain't going to be putting out the best thing. So my motto is, is just go with the flow. If they can't get certain moves and that's just with anyone you have to um, think on the spot. Um, I'm that sort of person. I don't really like going with a pen and paper. I like to just go in there with a free flow and an open heart and just see what the artist's about and then work with them like that and then get the best out of them. Because there's no point sometimes going there with five, six, seven, eight with loads of choreography and then they can't personally do it. It's not about me, it's about them. So I need to bring the best out of them. So I, I like to work from um, just basically building them up. So that's what I like to do, just with an open mind and open heart. So say you're there on set and you're trying to like come up with a routine. Will you, if in your head, so like Little Mix, shout out to my ex, you're at home and you've already know what the song sounds like. Yeah. Will you have kind of like practiced a little bit yourself or will you just arrive and be like, I'm literally just going to see where this takes me? No, so I have like a, a foundation of what I want the choreo to be. So I might do a little bit, when I mean like a little bit, just be like a 1-8 and then adjust it onto their bodies, see what it's like and then move on from there. Um, like I said, sometimes if, if it's, it's all about working with people, even with my dancers as well. Like um, working when I did uh, do Alipa's live performances, it was just getting a group of girls in, um, in rehearsals and stuff. I will have um, a sort of image of what I want the choreo to be and um, 
and then work on it like that and just be like okay so girls this is going to be the move and then the, and then i'm like looking at it and i'm like nope don't like it we're going to adjust it you know we're going to do something else to make it a little bit more boom um because sometimes looking at my body it will be different on somebody else's body so it, it's, it's all about working as a team um in that in sort of environment and i love it because it's like a workshop and i always treat every rehearsal like a workshop working with anyone and that could be working with dancers to working with artists or working with models or working with actors and stuff so yeah i think you touched upon it a bit there like you have to be such a people person on yeah. set so say if i'm a pop star and you're like megan i need you to twerk or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might and like maybe i just can't do it in that moment i guess you're doing like crisis management like you don't want them to sort of i don't know think God, I'm useless, I can't do this, I'm a felt like you need to keep them around. Like oh, yeah, you have to, honestly. Like, it's so funny, because I actually taught Lily Allen how to twerk. <laughs> yeah, um, we had rehearsals, um, first time meeting her, because I actually wasn't, it was actually the second time meeting her, to be honest, because I met her at some festival when I was doing Major Lazer, and that's just a long story, but I've always been a big fan of Lily, so She's having to work with her, I was just like, oh my God. So I was actually, I was a little bit nervous meeting her, um, and especially having to teach her how to twerk because she's never twerked before. So it was for a music video, um, hard out here for a, I don't know if I can swear, but hard out here for a B, if you know what I mean. Yes, <laughs> um, did that video and um, it was challenging, but she got there in the end. And um, we took the rehearsals from the rehearsal room and then she will message me going, hey, can you come to my house? I just want like a, one more rehearsal if we can. So I went to her house and we just had one-on-one -on -one training there. Twerk training. Just twerk training. And, <laughs> and it wasn't just all twerking. It was obviously um, different choreography as well because she had to do like a whole choreography set with um, all the other dancers behind her. Um, it was cool. Like, um, it was nice working with her and it was cool um, being on set. But listen, from what you have in rehearsal, is always going to be different sometimes when you're in a music um, on a music video set because things will sometimes come to my head or um, and then I'm like no girls this looks sick let, let's do this let's do that you know so it's, it's it's all about I love doing music videos because it's so spontaneous sometimes the thing that can come up in your head. I wanted to ask you about MIA's Bad Girls music yeah, video yeah. you choreographed that didn't yeah. you? And that video is so bonkers in terms of like the amount of locations there. You're working with fire, you're working with cars, you're yeah. working with loads and loads of backing yeah. dancers. Where do you even begin to plan something like that? How does the process come about? So that whole process came about. I got an email from one of my agents at the time when I was a dancer. And they were like, oh, there's a music video for MIA. She's um, auditioning it. So obviously when you walk into an audition room, sometimes you don't have the artist being there. You just normally have like the casting director and all the director there. So I walked into the room and the first person who was sitting there was MIA. And I was like, what? Because I've always been a fan of MIA. Mm. Um, and I was just like, oh my God. So she was like, okay, freestyle. I had to freestyle and everything. And then um, a few weeks later on, I got an email and it was just like, we would love to have you in a music video. Um, and then it was like, when we went to the rehearsal room, she was just like, oh, I'd love you to choreograph. And um, it was me and this, um, it was me and another girl called Jess. And um, literally it was just like, oh, you really want us or me to choreograph? And she was like, yep. Yeah. And I was like, this is sick. And the whole process of it was amazing because 
it wasn't just like okay it was just starting from scratch basically and um doing our researches and working with her tightly and um the most amazing thing is it's like she knew exactly what she wanted so that's helpful for you very helpful always helpful when an artist know what they want and especially with an artist that is very you know she's artistic in, in in things that she does so it was i could trust in everything that she was saying i believed in anything everything that she was saying um and just sitting with her and understanding what she does and at the time she was working she was under um rock nation and um she was just telling me stories about like what would kanye do and like jay-z would do and how they what pick would up they do? just just pick up on things like you know like being an artist sometimes it doesn't just come off like come up on on on, on f from your head it's the same for what beyonce will probably do and all the other artists that's out there would do you know sometimes you have to take references or um just looking at like doing your research basically you know we'll be looking at youtube and we weren't looking at professional dancers we were just looking at um people that was in the church you know in morocco just doing you know just moving their shoulders and stuff and we would have like inspiration with things like that to be like oh my god that looks sick because sometimes people always think oh yeah if i'm going to take inspiration let's look at you know the next um hit that everyone has like a million and one views and yeah. stuff when sometimes there's the one person with the one view you know you can really look at it and go do you know what that's inspirational like something i really new. love yeah. Yeah, something new something refreshing and and working with her like it really opened up my eyes because i was young when i first did that video and it was so inspiring working with someone that just knew exactly what they wanted and um we had a we had names for each move so i mean we did this thing with our hands and we i called it the light bulb is it reminds me of a light bulb it reminds me that i'm screwing the light yeah, bulb on yeah, screwing it so in the music video i'm actually on top of the car so I'm on top of the car with um, the, uh, the balaclava around my face and stuff. <laughs> and I'm shouting five, six, seven, eight. So while she's performing, I'm like, five, six, seven, eight, move. Hands up, hand on your chest. Calling I'm calling out. all the moves like out. Yeah, but you can't see because I'm I've got this thing around my face. Yeah, so um, it was it was really cool having to be involved with the um, the back end of it and and being in it as yeah. well. And honestly, working with her was really cool. And she she um, gave us like t-shirts and everything and whatnot that she like um, did all the, the you know the artistic thing to it and whatnot. She was really nice really nice person to work with so she sounds like the angel artist like exactly what you want when you're working from someone of course What's of course the opposite is there or what difficult people to work with they, oh they're in God. every industry what's a i don't know describe to me what's someone a, i don't know a bad so so for instance i worked with eve and um she came to the uk and i did a live performance um for her she had about six seven tracks she had one rehearsal she learned every single thing performed it that same night that's a dream artist to work with as well someone who Amazing. obviously like yeah we i had rehearsals with the dancers my dancers and then i sent it over to her on whatsapp and then she was like oh i love this this looks great and whatnot she was like i'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth i don't think i'm gonna remember everything and i was like it's fine we're gonna we, we're just gonna like go through it in rehearsals no pressure and obviously during rehearsals, she was very vocal about certain things, which I love. I love when people like have their own spin on things. She was just like, look, I'm not gonna remember to move stage left. Is it possible that, you know, the dancers can go with the flow with me wherever I go? And I'm just like, 
yep, that's fine, dancers, if she goes there, just go with the flow, yeah. didn't, it's, it's all, it's constructive, it's working with each other, and to be honest, did, doing that, she did, she did about 67 tracks in that one night, in that one rehearsal, and performed it that same night, so that's a dream person as well to work with, um, some of, sometimes the hardest people are when they just don't want to listen, mm-hmm. that's, that's when it becomes a bit like, are you actually kidding me? And I'm, I'm, I'm a funny person, so I think I get away with with saying certain things to artists um, that sometimes they might look at me and think, "What the fuck?" But sometimes <laughs> I look at them and go, "And yeah, what the fuck?" But just did a fucking move. <laughs> I like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, for instance, I had one rehearsal. Um, some artist came in. I'm not gonna say any name. Came mm-hmm. in and they were late. And the show was the next day and they were just sitting down, faffing around and stuff and just talking to the dancers going, da-da-da-da-da. And I went, no, 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 we ain't got time for this. Stand up, just put your bag down and just let's just go for it. And then they were like, oh my God. I said, yeah, 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 The show's tomorrow and yeah. you came in late. We, we've got things to do. It's my job to make you look good. Yeah, of course it is. And it, it sometimes is, is you have to be hard. And then, um, because if you don't be hard, you ain't going to get you know, the best result. And I always want the best result for all, like for all my artists and for any job that I do. I always, even if it's like a big job or a small job, anything that I'm putting my brand and my name on, I'm gonna give it my all. I had to work hard to be where I am and it didn't just come from like someone just handing it out to me. But yeah, there's been challenging moments. I've, I've had artists that they've cried in rehearsals, not because of me. Mm. Oh, God, oh God, no, not because of me. It's just like some, some artists will be like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Or I'm sh- they might be stressed out because of what the label's giving them or what management's giving them. And it's not to do with a music video. It could be just like, okay, you've got a press tomorrow. You've got this, you've got yeah, that. And then they get, they get stressed out and then they cry to me and go, you know, they don't understand how hard it is. So I'm there being like the choreographer, but being like there, I don't know. You're the therapist as well. Yeah. And do you know what? It's, 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 it's a weird one. When you're working on, on shoots, I have to be the middle person. Like I'm there because I want to obviously make the label happy and make the director happy and and whatever the director's vision is, is to execute that. But then I'm there for the artist at the same time. So I have to be the middle person to to, to, to be to the director, do you know what? They really don't feel comfortable doing that. Or like sometimes I have to be that person to the artist going, it's fine. We're gonna do it one more time and stuff, but I'm gonna tell the director that you know you you don't feel comfortable doing this, but we, you know. So I have to be that middle person to make sure that everyone's happy, happy ground. Quite an impossible job. It is, but it's fun because there's everything. Every day is always different, and I love it. I really, really love it. I sometimes it could be. It's so weird. It could be artists that you will think. Do you know what? They're going to be difficult to work with. I can I can sense it in my bones. And when you work with them, they're actually really cool, really like professional and everything. And it's because I, I worked with Cara Delevingne, and obviously Cara's like a funny person, and um, she's always making jokes. You can see on her Instagram, always making jokes and stuff, pulling faces and whatever. And I thought she was going to be that sort of character on set, but working with her, she's such a professional mm. even when they say cut she still stands there until until when someone says oh you can go away now like that's how professional she is and she you know she puts her all in and it was so cool because i had to teach her how to do like finger tightening it was for the rimmel commercial and she was all doing it and she was like yeah 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 
And then I worked with her again on a Puma um, campaign. And again, exactly from when she was on the Rimmel um, campaign to the Puma campaign, she was still the same, professional, gets the job done. And, you know, she, she knew how to have that, yes, banter, but no, this is work. Um, that was really nice to see from her. Yeah, it sounds like the traits of someone who you're going to really enjoy teaching. They're there because they want to learn and they're there because they want to get the job done. Yeah, of course. And trust me, there's a lot, there's a lot of artists that it's, it's sometimes frustrating because you just want to, like, I know it sounds a bit crazy, sometimes you just want to give them a backhand because you're just like, what the hell? Like, you've got all of this and you're just, you're not disciplined enough. You need to be disciplined. And it is crazy. You, sometimes I watch the music video back and be like, if only they knew what I had to go through to execute just that one bit you know yeah. sometimes and this is why i miss behind the scenes when i mean behind the scenes i mean proper behind the scenes sometimes these behind the scenes things are just a bit wish-washy for me because if it was the behind the scenes you would see <laughs> you would see the real things that that happened during rehearsals or on set or whatever it is or the waiting around you get some artists that they like literally will be waiting around waiting because they're still getting their hair and makeup done and you're like are you actually kidding me and I'm doing the standing and I'm like what like really like you need to be here to know exactly what you're doing you know so sometimes it can be a bit frustrating I was gonna ask about you kind of touched upon it earlier like where you like to get your inspiration from for new moves mm -hmm. uh, is there like a trend to it or say if you and I were now to sit down and watch all of the music videos you've choreographed, would there be like a similar kind of vibe or similar moves that show up between all of them? Um, no, only because it's down to the treatment that you would get from the director. And um, every artist is different. So, I mean, when I'm working with a new artist, and um, they're up and coming and you know the label so we really want you to work with them I always get them to perform to me first without the mirror I said just perform just especially doing live performances just perform and then I see how they move and stuff and then I'll just say do you know what you're a bit awkward but I love that awkwardness we need to enhance that awkwardness because that awkwardness makes you you mm -hmm. so I it, I can't really go in there all the time showing the same moves to everyone because th then every artist will look like Suzette yeah. And I'm only, you know, I'm I'm only <laughs> limited edition. <laughs> limited edition, you know what I mean? But um those are the times when you have to really try and execute and pull out um what the artist is about and um and then give them constructive criticism to be like, Do you know what your performance is good but your face is not saying anything? You need to give me more of your facials and 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 whatnot. Um, and like I said, it's all down to the treatment when you're working on commercials or music videos or just like campaigns and everything. Um, and um, the music, the song can be so, like, like I said, working with Sam Smith, you know, I, I couldn't do a nay nay in a Sam Smith video. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it just wouldn't blend. But um, yeah, that Sam Smith video that I did and stuff like, it, it, you know, it's, we had ballerinas in there. so that's not going to be another thing that I'm going to have behind, let's just say, a Burner Boy music video. Yeah. It sounds sometimes like quite nerve-wracking for the artist. If I walked into a room with you and you were like, just perform for me one-on-one, -on -one, they're probably like, well, you're like absolutely incredible at dancing and I've got to bring it my A-game. Like, you must see quite a vulnerable side to artists sometimes, if, especially if they don't feel comfortable with moving. And that's the beauty thing about it. 
I'll never just have them come in and go, put down your bag, five, six, seven, eight, or put down your bag, okay. Obviously, I have time to talk to them, you know, so they get to understand me, and I talk to them and say, and I tell them exactly what I'm trying to, like, deliver, and um, so they get to, to know Suzette instead of just the choreographer, and um, once they feel comfortable with me, then obviously they start to, like, open up and be vulnerable, and to be vulnerable, I think sometimes that's the best thing, because one, it does really show that you're okay, that you that you are nervous and you're just only human. Some people seem to forget that artists are only human, and um, so I get to see that vulnerable side of them and and to, to make them grow, um, not really as an artist, because some artists are very established already, but just just on what I can create and deliver and to, to pull out of them. Do you ever want to give someone like a gin and tonic and be like, loosen up a little bit? Like, <laughs> if I'm judging about my friends and how they come, like how they are in the daytime, yeah. and then if I put them on a nightclub floor after like six tequilas, you've got a different kind of dancer. <laughs> oh my God. I'm really bad, you know. Sometimes like you need, a, like not in a gin and tonic, you need a whiskey, you need something straight. Mm. You're not even diluted with any Coca-Cola <laughs> or lemonade, or you need it straight from the bottle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a few dancers, there's a few artists that is a bit like, but that bit stiff, but it's not really artist, it's more models. Mm. It's more models that sometimes, they are the wild ones, yeah? Everyone yeah. always think models are like this, like, you know, have no personality. Models are actually really fun to work with because sometimes they are the ones that are like, oh, I wouldn't want a drink or I need a drink or whatever it is. And you never really see that side right. of them. You never expect that. But they love to have a bit of fun. But majority of the times they are the stiff ones. Okay. And I, I, I sort of clashed with a dancer, um, not a dancer, with a model the other day. I did a shoot in Rome for Fendi. And this model and stuff, he was a bit awkward with his moves. And I weren't like hating on his hating on it because it's just like that's you yeah but it was annoying because he kept on stopping every time he kept on stopping and i'm like why are you stopping and he was like i don't feel comfortable I, or it doesn't i don't feel like it looks good on me and this is on set and i'm like but i'm the choreographer i'm telling you this from now if it looks rubbish believe you me i'll be the first person to be like what the hell was that yeah i'll be the first person to say that if i don't say anything just go with it you know and um yeah again I, you want to make him look good well, yeah and then what i did i make him look back at it and he looked and on the playback and he was just like oh my god i'm actually good and i'm like thank you you're the only you're the only one that's stopping yourself from achieving the best moves you keep on stopping because you're just like oh i don't feel but i'm telling you you look good and then once he watched it back he was like he built his confidence he was like yeah i'm actually really good in it i'm like yes <laughs> sounds like everyone needs one of you in our lives <laughs> if i've got any self-doubt you're there no you're good listen i tell the absolute truth i did a um commercial um the other day for adidas and there was this one guy it was so funny um he was like a little bit of a roadman ain't it like yeah it was a bit of a roadman and um he just had to just move he just had to do that few little poses, but then dance in between and just show a bit of his personality. And I said to him, mate, you just look as if you just come out of prison. I was like, you need to, you just need to just show me a little bit of personality. And I was like, to, 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 to the back people, I was like, look, can we switch the music up? I said, what song do you like? And he was like, man, like, man, like, this ain't it. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. We're going to put your music on. Put, put the music that he likes and stuff. And I brought the personality and then, 
when we all sat down he was like we need we need you on these sort of shoots you know like you're so funny like <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say <laughs> nice sounds like we could all do one of you around oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> bring in that money <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned it just then that you've been to Rome yeah. just, just like two weeks ago your job must have taken you to some incredible places and you must have found yourself working in some really bonkers places at like crazy times of night when you're choreographing music videos and you're on the set oh my god okay so when i was a dancer and, and, and choreographing when i did the mia video there's a scene in it where it's a night shoot and all the cars are going around yes. her i was going to retire then i was like guys i'm going to retire it was so cold it was absolutely even though it was in morocco that night was absolutely freezing because deserts get really hot in the day and then like Listen, like ball ticket night. Listen, I, w- I was going to say, if there's going to be any shoes that's going to be outside, I'm just going to say no to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and at that time as well, I lost my luggage. Oh. I lost my luggage and it turned up. And um, it was so frustrating and it's so weird because I, I ended up with loads of fake like Armani trousers and like <laughs> um, tops and everything because I had to go to the market to get things and, and, and whatever. So I was walking around with bare fake name brands (laughs) (laughs) so your career sounds so varied you work with models doing the movement stuff in adverts you've choreographed lily allen's live glastonbury performance mia's music video if you look back on the catalog of everything you've done is there one bit of work that stands out to you like yes that was the day i smashed it at work i'll never forget that like that just fills you with such pride knowing that you did that do you know what? When I did the MIA um, live performance, she did it at Hackney Weekender, and she um, she did a performance with Jay Z, and then she did her own performance. It was like Jay Z's performance, and you know she came on to perform. And um, honestly, when I watched it back, I was a dancer in it as well as being a choreographer. And when I watched it back, and I saw Beyonce doing the choreo in the audience, and Your it was choreo. and it was captured. Um, literally for a split second with her just like smiling doing the hand movement I was like blap I was like yep yeah, bang bang I was like boy 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 I was like look at Beyonce doing my moves yeah um, that was sick that was absolutely <laughs> sick you know so let's flip that question around is there a day in your career that you're like oh I can't even think about that it gives me shivers and gives me shudders because it was such a bad day at work so hard there's times where okay for instance you will be on set and you think okay this is going to look sick and you're not really paying too much mind on certain things because you know that the director's going to have it on 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 blast and you're like yeah yeah this is going to be sick and then when you watch the music video you're like oh my god what the hell they didn't capture anything of like the, the choreography side and stuff and you're thinking but why and then you see someone like why would you edit something when someone's made a mistake or why would you not put this in there and why there's times when I'm just like a little bit like with a question mark on my head to be like I should have been there in, in the editing room but there was a time actually it was um it was last it was last dance with um Dua Lipa and um the director I'm not going to say any names but we went to San Francisco did a whole music video and stuff and then um literally I don't know what happened but it, it ended up being me and Dua in the editing room just editing the music video we were like we so obviously the artist and the choreographer turned editor <laughs> yes I know it was literally it was like we was just sitting there 
and obviously there was a professional editor that was just like getting the clips and stuff and I was like get that bit no that bit looks good no this look and there was one bit in the music video actually where um she like hits her chest and the the the, the video actually shakes the camera shape and it was a mistake but I was like no that looks sick it was quite cool just sitting there with her we was making bear jokes we was catching bear jokes going oh my god do you remember when you slipped do you remember when this <laughs> happened do you remember when that happened so I think that was like one of the times when I was just like stressing but it came through yeah it sounds like a bad day turn good day turn good day yeah when you are so that is a bad example when you're in the edit suit of Dua Lipa stressing like okay we've been left to it <laughs> when things have gone right and you are I don't know if you're side of stage watching Lily Allen at Glastonbury or Little Mix and you see that your choreography is going out to millions. Yeah. Or, I don't know, you're in the gym and Dua Lipa's music video came on that yeah. you choreographed. How does that feel? What do those moments feel like? It feels so good. So, for instance, um, I was teaching in a school before and... Um, these kids came in, you know, because like teaching dance, and they came in, they're like, Oh my god, did you see that music video? That music video looks hot, you get what I'm trying to say there. <laughs> and I'm standing there and I'm listening to them, listening to what they're saying. They're like, Oh my, and they're watching it on their phones, but I don't say anything because I don't ever want to like say, Oh, I choreographed that, I choreographed this, because obviously they're going to look at me different. So I just wanted to be like, I'm just uh, the teacher coming in to so teach you guys dancing. Yeah, just, just a normal person teaching you five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and I'm just listening to them and stuff. And and those times are nice because I'm actually listening to what they actually say him. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, this, yeah, yeah. They're like, did you, miss, did you see that? That was sick. And I'm like looking going, yeah, I did yeah, that. Yeah, miss, did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was involved with that. Um, but yeah, when you're on the side of the stage watching, um, especially live, especially when I did um, Little Mix and we, um, I purposely went into the crowd um, for X Factor. I sat there like a, audience member I wanted to watch it like an audience member um because I knew that once it's on YouTube I can watch it so many times so I sat there and I watched it and I was just like even I felt I was like yeah that looks sick I forgot that I wasn't even a part of it um seeing all live performances that I've done and being on the side of the stage it's just so honestly rewarding and it's so nice once it's all finished and everyone's just happy so if we were to fast forward to the future do you have a dream list of artists that you really want to work with, you want to choreograph for? Britney Spears! Okay, Britney Spears, of course, because in school, they used to call me Blackney Spears. That's how much <laughs> I was a big fan, and still a big fan of Britney Spears. I would love to work with her, I would love to have one-on-one -on -one with her, I would love to be her mentor. I, th I think I would retire if I if I um, worked with Britney, honestly. I mean, it's highly unlikely that she is listening to this, but Britney... <laughs> Britney, if, if you're listening. If you are listening, I've got someone who would really like to dance with you. Um, amazing. I really hope that happens for you. And then I can come do another podcast. I'll do another Britney Debrief podcast. Listen, it will happen. Susan, it's been so good talking to you. We always in the podcast with a piece of wisdom or word of advice you've been given by someone who you've worked with and you have had access to some pretty incredible people. Mm. Is there like a standout nugget, bit of advice that you're like, yes, everybody needs that in their life? Um, not from people that I've worked with that, you know, with advice and stuff, but it's more coming from me. It's more like, always have a dream if you don't have a dream life is so dull you have to like everyone always like to put people in a box 
you know, to say, oh, you're a dancer, you can't be a choreographer. Oh, you're a choreographer, you can't be an agent. You know what I mean? And I've done all of that and I'm doing all of that and I'm living my dream. And that is just being a young girl who, who had, you know, this whole thing of like, you know, I want to be a dancer. And through that, look where I am now. And I'm not like bigging myself up, but it's just basically telling every dancer that's out there, you can you can become what you want, you can do what you want. Even if you're you're a dancer and you're gonna be a you can turn into a director. You can turn you can be a creative director. There's so many different avenues that you can um put yourself in and literally just just live your life and live it to the fullest and um, don't let people knock you down and if they do knock you down do you know what just take it as a pinch of salt and just like move on to the next and just just get thick skin and build yourself up see that it has been such a joy talking to you i love what did you say life without a dream is just dull yeah perfect thank you so so much thank you What an absolute joy Suzette is. If you want to check out her work, you can find her on Instagram at Suzette Official. If you made it through to this point, hello. Thank you so much for waiting until the end of the podcast before you go and YouTube all of Suzette's music videos. As well as checking them out, I'd love it if you could show who you don't see some love by subscribing, spreading the word and listening again next week when we'll hear from tour manager Rebecca Travis. She's the woman responsible for making Ellie Goulding's gigs happen all around the world. So hopefully I'll see you then.